Welcome to Distressed Situations, a Reed Smith podcast. On this podcast, we cover current issues in financial restructuring over a wide variety of industries. I'm Keith Arzeda, a partner in Reed Smith's Global Restructuring and Insolvency Group, and I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. Whether your company is a financial institution or in industry, we hope our commentary will be useful in managing the risks associated with distress. If you have any questions about our topics, feel free to contact our speakers. Hi, Kathleen Garris, partner in the restructuring and insolvency team in Reed Smith, London here. Thought it would be timely to revisit the trend we saw through the last quarter of last year of distress in the energy supply market in the UK. I thought it was timely to revisit this because the supplier of last resort scheme in the UK in many of those situations uh, will be expiring as the six-month period will have or will be due to expire. So just to recap, the insolvency or the distress in the energy supply market in the UK arose due to a dislocation in price. Essentially, very simple economic terms, the price at which the energy supply companies are permitted to sell electricity to its customers uh, within a regulatory price cap was less than the cost at which the energy supply companies could purchase energy on the wholesale market. So this gave rise to insolvencies, which obviously were occurring within the context of a regulated energy market. The usual insolvency procedure of administration, while available to energy supply companies, does entail an overlay from the energy regulatory regime requiring a minimum of 14 days notice to be given to Ofgem and the Secretary of State. This period of notice is required, amongst other things, in order to allow Ofgem to decide on any other steps which it may be taking, particularly as regards supplier of last resort and ensuring continuity of supply in certain situations. In addition, another option which is available is the special administration procedure enabling a court-ordered energy administrator to be appointed. Typically, what we saw towards the end of last year was the appointment of an administrator either in or out of court appointment, coupled with the use of the supplier of last resort regime. In one case, Bulb Energy, we saw use of the special administration procedure, and this is ongoing. So the typical sequence followed where administration in or out of court were used, coupled with the SALA regime, entailed 14 days notice being given to Ofgem and the Secretary of State by the supplier or creditor moving the insolvency process. Ofgem has the power to revoke supplier license on 24 hours notice, on grounds of insolvency. And under the solar supplier of last resort regime, Ofgem has the ability to direct a gas or electricity supply licensee to take over responsibility for failed supplier customers after revocation of their license. So sequence involved, service of notice, identification of supplier of last resort, revocation of distressed supplier license, transfer of customers to supplier of last resort administration process becoming effective in that order. 
a brief contrast of that process with the special administration process. Firstly, it's a court-appointed process. Secondly, an energy administrator or court-appointed officer is appointed. And the role is to manage the company to enable the special administration to take place and to continue gas and electricity supply at the lowest price cost until the company is rescued as a going concern or if not transferred to two or more companies. Supply must be continued to customers during the process until rescue sale or customer transfer. The Secretary of State, with the consent of HM Treasury, may decide to provide financial support. In terms of the approach of Ofgem in situations like this, it has indicated its preference for trade sales being more desirable than regulatory intervention. Secondly, special administration is only considered if the supplier of last resort regime is not feasible. And thirdly, in relation to the supplier of last resort powers, they will not necessarily be exercised, noting that trade sales are more desirable than regulatory intervention. A six-month long-stop date is set on the solar process operating, during which the relevant supplier must notify customers of what has happened, charges, and ensure arrangements for customers to move to a contract with the seller or to move to another supplier within the relevant period. Once the process commences, there's a deemed contract comes into existence between the relevant customers and the seller at a deemed contract rate, which must be calculated as a reasonable cost of supply, noting that that can take account of the fact that energy is purchased at short notice and providing for a reasonable profit. As part of the solar selection, an understanding as to how any credit balances are to be dealt with is required and as to how they are to be addressed, with the possibility that a credit could be applied to customer accounts. There is scope for the solar to make a claim for unrecoverable costs, which can't be passed on to customers. And these are ultimately passed on to the broader supply community through levies. There's no customer protection from increased prices. However, the scheme does set a six-month period after which the deemed contract price, which applies to the arrangements with the seller from its appointment, reverts to the normal rate of the seller after six months, or if earlier, on new contract arrangements being entered into with it and the customer or with an alternative provider. So at this point, given that much of the administrations and insolvencies occurred in the last quarter of last year, many of the solar arrangements will have or be about to expire, though the various administrations and the one special administration procedure which we've had for Bulb Energy continue. In light of the experiences over the past six months, Ofgem is considering new proposals seeking to strengthen the licensing regime across a range of issues. These include enhanced auditing powers, greater governance and accountability provisions, provision for living wills, and proposals aimed at reducing the costs of mutualisation In this respect, look out for regular briefings by the Reed Smith Energy and Natural Resources team. 
Thank you. Distressed Situations is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Allie McCardle. For more information about Reed Smith's restructuring and insolvency practice, please email distressedsituations at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, reedsmith.com, and on our social media accounts at reedsmithllp on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Any views, opinions, or comments made by any external guest speaker are not to be attributed to Reed Smith LLP or its individual lawyers. All rights reserved.